Welcome to the reaction pod. It's another three points for Sunderland. 1-0 at Horton Peterborough United. Continue Sunderland's unbeaten start to the season. I'm Roy Fallow, joined as ever by Matthew Keeling. I am here, right? <laughs> well, Matthew, we're in quite jovial mood as the lads, Parky and the lads, once again see off some more League One slugs. And, you know, bar... A bit of early Peterborough United pressure, and there was, you know, they hit the bar, not nil nil, and uh, John's Clark Harris had that one off the line. But, but, I would say deserve three points. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think um, kind of struggled to get going a little bit in the first half. White struggled to get into the game at all, really. Um, Scowen for Clive when he was certainly when he was in the middle, he's like. Not for me, but out wide, you know, he did offer a little bit more. I think it wasn't the wasn't the reaction I would have done to the to the. But who am I to question Phil Parkinson? Well, who are we to question the genius of the man who you know? We said at half time in the group chat that at half time Parkinson would have taken this because nil nil, you're in the game. Very similar to last week, actually, and then we've came out and. We've just done enough to get over the line, haven't we? And ah, it might not be... It's, it's not the sexiest way to do things. Like, I totally get that, and it can be frustrating at times. Especially, like you say, with the likes of Charlie White. But, you know, maybe a bit of fortune with the penalty. Looks a bit like it could have gone either way, that one. But we should have maybe had a penalty before that as well at the same time. So perhaps do a bit of luck. I think that's maybe... I don't know, maybe it's played in the referee's mind. But, however... We've not beaten Peterborough before. Yeah, yeah. We were saying on Thursday night, we we've not beaten Peterborough before. So, anyone moaning about this performance? And, we, you know, when we drew 2-2 under, uh, under Jack Ross with Peterborough, yeah, we played nice football and whatever. We didn't win the game. Anyone moaning about, and I'm not saying people are, but if, you, if, you, if you're looking at this and thinking, oh, well, that should have been better, and we, we won. We won the game. It's League One, it's Division Three. Does it matter? Absolutely not. And as well, it's two clean sheets on the spin. If you look, and as well, really, I know we conceded against Bristol Rovers, but it was a, a knacker for that goal. Like, and since then, we have been the back three. Willis struggled early on, to be fair, but I thought Bailey Wright looked really good today. Flanagan was just quite under the radar doing his job, wasn't he? And I think that back three is, yeah, Burge, maybe some question marks still, but let's not be too negative after two wins on the spin. But two clean sheets in a row. We, we knew under Parkinson it's not going to be sexy, but it's going to be a foundation built on solid defence and getting clean sheets and further evidence of it today, isn't it? It's effective, isn't it? And I think, to be fair, Burge, I think they had, what, six or seven shots on target? And he, well, they didn't score. And I think there's a decent save from a free kick. I know he probably dove past it, but... You do see that, though. That, that, look, that happens in the Premier League. You look at Kepa, Chelsea, and like, it, it, it happens. And it, 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 if you save it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't look, it doesn't look convincing. But I know the penalty was his own doing, but he's only conceded a penalty. Yeah, exactly. And I guess you could argue he's kind of... I don't want to like, like build it up too much, but kind of bounce back from it and you know two clean sheets on the spin will do a lot of good for him speaking of bouncing back and redemptions man of the match today Grant Ledbetter you know let's let's go back a week 
before the Oxford game, everyone's fuming about him being included. Head of Josh Gowan, who, you know, actually, as the game wore on, did show little bits. Of, <laughs> yeah, I know you disagree. But, you know, did show little bits as, as the game went on. McGrant led a bit of day. Clears one off the line. He scores the penalty. And we just look calmer with him in the side. The way he gets on the ball and slows things down when needed. But he's, he's the match winner today. Like, that, that penalty as well. No one's saving that. And it's a nice moment for him as well. His first Sunderland goal since 2009. After everything he's been through as well. It's just it's lovely to see, isn't it? You did worry, didn't you, whether he was ever going to score again for us. And he, well, or, play, or even play again for us. And I think, well... He's been great. Uh, last week at Oxford, he was excellent. At two ninety minutes as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it's um, it's not to be. You know, he's thirty thousands. So he's thousands. So it's like, it's no. You know, it's no main feat really. It's League One. I know, and he's played his entire career above this level, etc., etc. But he'd been written off by myself, which is I know you'll find hard to believe. <laughs> Writing somebody off and whatever. I, did, I just did, I didn't see how he had a role to, to play, and it, it's clear that he has. And, well, he he's arguably been man of the match in the last two games, really. It's a big thing, that, isn't it? That? It's, it's not just this one game, but two games running now. And we said, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Because when Dobson got sent off in the opening day, we said this is a chance for scouting to cement a place. But actually, Ledbit has taken that, and, you know, Ledbit is not going to be shaken out of that now. And... You know, obviously Maguire's went off injured today, so that could like affect team selection as well. But midfield now, we were thinking looks a bit weak, and now there's a little bit of competition going on there. Like we were kind of like writing Ledbetter off as a bit of a like, well, if needs most Ledbetter will play. And now it's like, but now Grant Ledbetter first thing on the team sheet, and that's that's exactly what you want, isn't it? Well, that's what you when he came back. That's what you thought, isn't it? And I know he had he obviously had issues himself and off off the pitch and whatever and. He's definitely he said well he seems to have overcome that which is great personally like, even if he played again I think would have been a big thing for himself but if you look at the teams he's played against and being man of the match it's Oxford and Peterborough and they both finished in the top six last season I know Peterborough were kicked out because Wickham decided that they wanted to get promoted but Oxford finished well Oxford got the player final and Peterborough side we hadn't beaten. Let's also mention Oxford have won four, well they were 4-1 up at one point, I don't know, finished 4-1. I think it did I'd just like to mention that Wickham lost again <laughs> just Keep that from the terraces Keep that from the terraces. Aye well <laughs> Subtle plug there I'm just boarding up their house though <laughs> God yeah, the dilapidated house <laughs> But um, no, I think you look at the teams that he's played against, it's not as if you know he was playing against uh, alright, a uh, team that's going to be down the bottom of the league Um well, I, w- I would have said Wigan, but they won 2-1. Would have said Hull, but they've got nine points. Um, Charlton have been struggling. Just a team. Just some men. Um, Bristol Rovers, I know we so, Let's say Wigan, actually. Wigan, yeah. It's not as if he's playing against, like, a Wigan. <laughs> Imagine that. Using this reaction board to settle scores with the Wigan Wanderers. Um, little... I'd rather have Mr. Bean. I'd rather have Heinz Bean. I'd rather have Dinner Beans. Um, away from obviously a lot's gone well today but interesting team selection wise with Parkinson I'm sure the lads will drill into this on Monday three games three league games this season obviously we know Parkinson's usually quite stubborn with his team selection but he's gone with 
Will Grigg and O'Brien is a two in the first game. Then he's gone with Graham and O'Brien today. White up front on his own with obviously some other changes because Scowan came in for power. Quite interesting. And obviously Gooch coming in for O'Brien is a more tactical change, I guess you could say. Interesting that Partinson's showing maybe a little bit more flexibility this season with his starting lineups. Yeah. He's obviously, that was a criticism uh, of him. In terms of starting lineup and substitutions, but you can't. I mean, you can't. You can't have a go at him this season for it. But White well, especially with one substitution today in particular, at the end of the game. Well, uh, as I said on Thursday, <laughs> it's a squad game, and I think Conor McLaughlin more than played his part today. He'd be pushing. You'd think after that performance, he'd be pushing. He'd be knocking on the door. Luke O'Neill will be worried, as far as I'm concerned. You know, that's one appearance, no goals conceded. Well, Colin McLaughlin on the pitch against the promotion contender. I think you know, but well, O'Neill should be worried. I would have to agree, um, but I think actually something. Actually, I was going to say we're talking about Charlie White in the forward. I was going to say something proper, and um, White, yeah, White isn't for me. Uh, to you during the game, you can tell with Charlie White after about 15 minutes whether he's going to have whether he's going to have a decent game. And you know, we saw, we saw when Parkinson, you know, early days with the, with that front three of of him and Gucci Maguire. So when you saw that as a starting lineup, you're like kind of like, oh yeah, fair enough, and see, see a bit of a logic there. But you can see with White straight away if he's going to be on his game, like, and you could tell today, like, he wasn't on it. You knew he like pressed quite well, White, and. We were saying this while watching the game. He's oddly better with his feet as he is in the air for such a big man who scored a lot of headers. He's always looked terrible in the air for us, hasn't he? He looks. He does look. He looks like he doesn't want the challenge in the air. He, he'd rather. He like he hangs back. And like, well, you should, no, like that's not that's not your. Well, it shouldn't be your game. That's not Danny Graham's game. So you think? Has he used it? You know when. So Sven, you know when Sven Gorn Eriksson managed Man City, he gave each goalkeeper a game. So they, they had Joe Hart involved. This is before he went on loan to Birmingham and all that. So he gave Joe Hart a game. Uh, Schmeichel, he played a few games, and they had uh, Isaacson or someone like they had like a Scandinavian goal, another Scandinavian goalkeeper, and then he settled on uh, I think he played Hart as his number one. Is he doing that? Is it like a... It does seem funny, like, but why does he need to have a look at Wyke and Grigg, who he knows has been... Like, obviously, Grigg was starting a lot. It, it, it does seem very strange, doesn't it? Like, but I don't think Wyke's done himself any favours to get himself a starting berth, has he? You can't start Wyke after that. You can't really anyway, because... But it, it's like... It comes back to me, and look, we've won today. I'm not. I don't care. But we didn't. We haven't played enough games. We haven't played enough pre-season games. And I think that's evident. I think that's evident in his team selection, not the performances. And the performances have been absolutely fine, apart from the first half maybe against Bristol Rovers. But I think it's evident in his before. Uh, uh, sorry, in his team selection, and that oh, he doesn't quite know. And there could be fitness reasons, actually, why he's having to rotate. That's a really good point, actually. Like, he might just be a bit forced into it and just be quite conscious of giving certain people minutes as well. We've played three completely different teams as well. So we've, we've played Bristol Rovers at home. You'd expect to win 
you know, your goal scorer, Greg, there. You played Oxford playoff finalists last season away. I know there's no crowds, but it's, you know, whatever. It's, it's away from home. And then you've played a team like Peterborough, who is so fast and dangerous on the break and quick going forward at home. Is that in his... I, I don't know. Is that in his thinking that we've had three completely different games? I know every game's individual and whatever, but we've had completely different... He has always alluded to that part and that he will always look at the opposition and see... Because we do have... I know we've like said like we don't necessarily maybe have the depth that we'd want, but compared to most teams in the league, we do. And we can look at other teams and cherry-pick certain players who might do certain things better. But it's just such a healthy position to be in at the minute. Like, Let's bring it back round to being positive again rather than complaining about uh, Charlie White because like, we don't want to get bogged. Let, let Gareth and Stephen do that. Like, Yeah, not us. We're, we're, we're going to be... you know. More, more, more reactionary, but in a positive way. And it's seven points. You would have, you would have taken seven points in three games. You've absolutely, absolutely taken it straight away, as we said at the top of the pod. And you said, you said an interesting thing on the pod on Thursday, actually, Matt, about about yeah. Oh, well, you always say interesting things. <laughs> well, I'll rephrase it. You said something very insightful about how Peter Bray getting those late winners maybe doesn't make as much of a difference as fans being in the ground. But imagine if you were coming out of the ground now after two consecutive wins, after seven points, after being unbeaten. Like, obviously now everyone's kind of like just watching in the pub anyway, and it's like kind of like settled or watching in their respective homes. And it does give it a different sort of feel and maybe subdues it a little bit. But I think we've all got a right tonight to like, wherever you're having your pints, to like enjoy that, that little bit more. Like, the lads are... Yeah, again, I will say, I'll say it for a third time. It's not the sexiest football, but they're leaving everything out there, I think. And, the, and the, you know, it's the usual cliche. It's all someone asks for is effort. But they're doing that at the minute. I think the manager, yes, it can be frustrating at times, but I think there is, I think there is a plan there. I think there is an idea. I think the effort's there. And if it's getting results, it's all you can ask, isn't it? All you want to do is, look... We've been here and played nice football and not won games of football. Like it's, I think, in just touching on the, the the momentum thing with the crowd, I think it's slightly different for me in terms of a winning run, um, in ter- compared to a last minute winner. I don't know, like a last minute winner is like a real like fucking hell, like oh fucking hell, other team, you're all right. Like it's like a very much like a. In the moment, thing people who probably wouldn't be going for pints would then yeah, go for pints, yeah, and like yeah. it's, it's like a conga line almost. It's like, oh well, I was going to go on, but we've won in the last minute. Whereas the winning thing just becomes like a, it just becomes ingrained in like your your routine, and like, oh well, we're going to turn up today and we're going to win. And I think that's probably in the mindset of the players. The players have no distractions in terms of like the crowd even being a distraction. There's no. Even the coming out of the ground, going home, and a constant probably watch the game back or watch Quest, who retreated one of my old tweets from 2016 the other day. They're going to do that, and then they're going to come back in probably Monday morning, and it's like right, well, we've won two games in a row, but there's not, there's no like, there's nothing to get caught up in. It's like the whole thing; it's only online, and most of them probably don't read that anyway. Probably don't. Well, they definitely don't. I hope they don't listen to this. But the, it's. I think that's a slightly different thing to what I was saying on Thursday. In that, a last-minute winner's like a. a oh, fuck, like we weren't expecting this. This is like a real boost for everybody collectively. And I'm not saying that Peterborough wouldn't have got that from the win against Fleetwood last week. 
But I think a cementing a winning run will just become ingrained regardless of regardless of the surrounding. Absolutely, but as well. Ha- oh, my ass. That was lovely. I was lovely. I feel inspired. But like let's look at that as well. Like Fleetwood have done that last week. Love came to Sunderland today and they've not even scored and we've just been professional and done them over like they that could have been a bit of momentum for Peterborough today and we fucking halted that and that's you know after like and again it's three games in I know I know but after like stop start seasons it's really good to see that like you were saying like last week was against last season's playoff finalists fair enough like Bristol Rovers was a bit of like there was a bit of a stumble there but those last two games just how professional we've been keeping a clean sheet just getting the job done I've got quite a lot of confidence now I said I said on Thursday that after the dust had settled against Oxford I felt even more confident because that win looks even better the more you think about it and I think today you'll forget about like yeah they had a good chance in the first five minutes and Burge parried one why they had the one that cleared off the line but you're going to have to do that you're going to have to dig out wins against that is what teams who go up have to do you've got to dig in there and you know have to withstand a bit of pressure how many times have we crumbled with that and today we didn't and it's just I don't know for me it's really positive and we've got a lot to be cautiously excited about it doesn't matter how you win games of football Man United won a game of football a day after the final whistle had been blown like it doesn't matter. We've won. It might not. It does. If it's a, you watching league. You watch third division football. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be entertained. I'm sorry, but I'd rather. We do, we don't. I don't. I'd rather. I'd rather not be entertained and not have to be in this division. And I think that's what we're gonna get. I think. Well, you've played Oxford, Bristol Rovers, and Peterborough, and you got seven points. There's no, it can't be any complaints. Well, let's, let's, I know they're not like setting the world light in the championship, but our first season in League One, Luton went up, Barnsley went up. Um, they weren't brilliant, were they? Well, Barnsley should have came back down, really. But like, but, but we, I, I, that's what I mean. I know they've not been brilliant in the championship, but Luton were just functional every week. If we can, if we can do that, get up and you know build on that a bit better, which you would think. I know I'm saying a club like Sunderland should, but a club like Sunderland shouldn't be in League One, but. We should in the championship should be a different proposition, and I know I'm getting very ahead of myself here, but you know you do what you can to get out of the league, don't you? It doesn't matter how you get out of the league. It doesn't. Like there's always a team, the team that the team that comes up usually in the playoffs has lost the first eight games of the season. It doesn't matter. Like we we went up under Mick McCarthy and everyone hated us. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we won the league. for shit. We won the league by about nine points. Like without it sewn up, like it doesn't. If you win, if you're winning games of football, you can't complain. Absolutely, strongly agree. And before we go, Matthew, let's just remind everyone: you said on the reaction pod after Bristol Rovers one-one, we would not drop any more points. Two games in, two games after that, uh, how many points have we dropped? We have dropped absolutely none. So drop the mic there. Ah, lovely stuff. We're not dropping points with Matthew Keelan's dropping the mic. We'll be back on Thursday to look ahead to another victory against Charlton. Gareth and Stephen will be back on Monday to review this lovely victory in a bit more depth. Thank you very much for listening.